Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm, in the order it was received. Please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. 
Welcome to Season 10, Episode 22 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Today I'm joined on the line by Carl Donnelly, comedian uh, Carl Donnelly. Uh, Have you ever been introduced other than anything other than that, Carl? Um, I mean, yes. You're a I human reckon. being first, right? Me and my mate Chris, who I used to do a podcast with, we used to, whenever we gig together, we'd always, if we were, if one of us was hosting, we'd always give each other the like a really dodgy intro to like see if it would mess you up. He once brought me on as a... I mean, this is, shows how different times are, were then. This was like 15, 15 years ago. He brought me on as the UK's leading transsexual comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, because obviously then, like, it's like, well, I've got to mention it now. I feel like... <laughs> I can't not, you can't ignore can't, it. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I have, I've been introduced as wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been better just to ignore it and just, you know, let the audience accept what you are? I mean, yeah, that's what I, sh- I should have done. But I, uh, you know, this was this was the uh, the mid two thousands, mate. It wasn't the the sort of trans utopia we now live in. <laughs> that sounds worse than I meant. <laughs> what I meant is now things have got a lot easier and a much better time. I think then there was people in the crowd who either were laughing at it as like, Ooh, that's funny, or you know, wanted some answers. Carl, have you ever have you ever done a joke you thought, oh, Carl, like you look back on now after a, you know. A, a, a pantheon of comedy genius do you look back at any jokes you've made and thought fuck i shouldn't have done that loads i like especially when i was new when i was new to comedy i mean all new comedians think they're like edge lords so like, <laughs> I, I had some jokes that were, i had some jokes actually in hindsight were well written but wait why i used to have one about um about uh the legal age the legal age of consent being 16 and I said, like, you know, the problem is, it le- yeah, there is obviously grey area um, in that, you know, and I said, like, I'll give an example of grey area. My mate actually got um, a, a charged and uh, incarcerated for having sex with a 15-year-old. What? And, uh, and I, it, it, was all, um, it was all made up. It was oh, right, right, right. I said, right. I said, I said, and I said the grey area there is that she was um, well fit. Back in the day, that would have been... Uh, hor- I mean, even back in the day, that was all almost horrendous, right? Yeah, but um, but I mean, that was a, I remember writing that and doing it on stage, and it's I, back then I thought, oh, this is funny. I'd never do that joke now on stage. I'm not. I've grown up, yeah, haven't I? Yeah. Um. I I, I I often wonder if if we can sell the fighting cock as a comedy podcast, so that we can say we can edge towards the the, the toe line more often. Um, I would but, say. I would say you you sort of you fill the gap in the in the middle ground between a football podcast and a comedy podcast because football the people basically the reason you're a popular podcast is because that's what people want in it they don't people don't want to hear boring fucking ex pros wanking on about the offside trap you know what I mean but they also probably don't want to just hear comedians trying to make each other laugh they want people to actually at least do some of the football admin at times and then talk about. Some of the horrendous things you not talk about. I, I just want to take this moment to, to, to you know thank Gary Mavitt for being on the last podcast. It was it was a good a good interview. We did. <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> just Ricky. to clarify, I wasn't talking about anyone in particular. I was genuinely talking about like you know sort of big football punditry shows. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Ricky, um, uh, how you doing, mate? All right? Yeah, I'm all good, man. So all you, good. You okay with jokes about the uh, you know? 
the the uh, age of consent? Uh, I'm more. Ca- I'm okay about all jokes, really. Good. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Carl, you you won an award. You won an award, didn't you? Uh, the Two Vegan Idiots podcast. Yes, which we've now renamed TVI in the last couple of weeks. Good. Because we got sick of uh, listeners telling us that they recommended it to friends or family, and their friends or family went, I'm not listening to a fucking vegan podcast. I've got to be honest, that's the reason why I've never listened to it. Well, it's because, yeah, we've realised that we sort of, um, we thought it would be implied in the title that it's not really about vegan. We, it's like we both happen to be vegan, but we never talk about it. And we, you know, we just talk nonsense. So it's just two comedians talking about great stuff, right? Yeah. But when we put the word vegan in it, it turns out it does create a somewhat glass ceiling effect of, of <laughs> listeners. Because <laughs> uh, basically what happens is vegans will listen and they'll get annoyed because we never mention it. <laughs> and non-vegans won't listen. So <laughs> we've created the perfect <laughs> gap of like finding a way of never really growing the numbers but and and still you find yourself in a situation where you've won a an award and i've got to say it's weird for me um because i know you and i think we've reached a point where we might be mates yeah yeah uh well, <laughs> have to be so tensitive about it mate. well you, you were very hesitant in your response so i feel like i'm in the right position right now all right okay. so we I might just be... like to debate i don't like to rush things yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's only been... for five years well it's been eight years so um, is that true no i don't know i just, I just threw it out there i don't know um but i do know i know exactly the day i met you uh, I've, I've written it down my, in my diary. It on your shin. Yeah, but seriously though, you, you've um, <laughs> you, you've won a, a um, an award that's significant, right? Because you was up against actual comedian. I mean, no, not actual comedian. <laughs> you, was, you, was, <laughs> you was up against people that were f- are famous. These are significant. Um, I think so. Yeah, I didn't really. It's weird. Like I didn't really know much about it, but. It was basically Joe, the online. How would you describe Joe? Well, they're, like a ma- a... they're a massive media outlet, really, in yeah. terms of sort of social media and yeah. uh, the products they produce. So Joe is like massively significant. Yeah, so they just they pick their top comedy podcasts of the year. They, pick, they had loads of categories like online comedy and different things, and yeah, we just happened to be one of the winners of the comedy podcast award but i had no idea you know it's one normally you sort of get told oh you're, a, you're you've been nominated for something and then you might win it or you might lose it but this was just one of them ones where i just i saw people online congratulating us and i was like what, what's happened so and then yeah it turns out it was a nice thing i, I sound like i've really downplayed it yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you have been uh like knowing that you've been nominated and then finding that you hadn't won would you would there be a part of you that'd be pissed off that you didn't win? But you'd like outwardly, you'd be like, oh, I didn't really know about it. But it, like inwardly, you'd be fuming. I'm not massively. I'm really uncompetitive. Like in Edinburgh in 2013, I got nominated for the Edinburgh Comedy Award, which is like the most, one of the most prestigious comedy awards <laughs> in British comedy. And I got nominated for the main award and I didn't go to the award ceremony because I did a gig instead. I'm just like that. I just, I just it's not really my, I don't know, I, it's nice. I like the sort of, uh, you know, it's nice to be noticed from time to time, but I don't really put much weight on anything like that. I'm like that, Carl. I'm just like, good. Just, just forget the all the plaudits and any, anyone who says anything you, you, you do is good. Just forget it. Just forget it. It's about creating, isn't it? It's about creating. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Anyway, um, boys, there's no, there's no football this weekend. 
there, there was some football, um, but it's football that none of us give a shit about. Um, so, when did this happen, by the way? Can I just ask, like, when did the turn against international football get so like <laughs> aggressive? Everyone <laughs> hates it so much now. It's, it's not even like indifference; it's actual aggression, isn't it? Yeah, like you know, and especially when you see something like Scotland, like you know, when you see the emotion it can create. You know, English England fans are just the worst, man. <laughs> like, it's horrible. Is it because like there's nothing going on in Scotland? Like the vast majority of people who support Scotland aren't Rangers fans, right? So you've got Celtic fans. Uh, a lot of Rangers fans follow England. Yeah, if, I know. If anyone listening to this, uh, if I'm wrong, then then tell me. But I'm pretty sure that Rangers fans don't really follow. Uh, Scottish football they, they kind of see themselves a part of something else I don't know I'm, maybe I'm wrong but that you know you can understand because they've had absolute that the, the international football at Scotland has been a desert it's been the Sahara desert and they've been crawling along they're still the fans are still alive and they're crawling through the the sand and they've got they've got like locusts in their mouths and, and then <laughs> over over the over the hill they see a, a oasis and the Oasis is the European Championships. Um, yeah. And, and I get it for them. They're going to be excited. And I don't want to sound condescending, but i that's exactly what I am being, and I don't care. Um, for, for, I don't really know what, like, what, what tournaments everyone's trying to qualify for and what's going on. Because I thought I saw something that where Scotland had won a penalty shootout and then people saying, oh, like they've qualified for a major tournament for the first time in 23 years or something like that. And then they were playing again yesterday. Oh, no. They were in like a league table and they weren't, <laughs> they, they were nowhere near like qualifying. <laughs> and then I saw England and I thought we were going to some Euro ch- championships. And then I looked at the table yesterday and we were like third. And like Denmark were above us. I, I don't know. Like, there's just too much international football yeah, yeah. in short space of time. I, I agree with that. I think this, this, whatever this tournament is that's happening at the minute, can get to fuck. But like, you know, I do think I don't. Even <coughs> I know England fans now don't give a shit about the Euros or the World Cup or whatever. You know what I mean? Because it's it, they're so. I get that we all, but we prefer club football. Can, but I, I can, still think you, should, you can you can allow yourself to enjoy it. Oh, we need to move on, but can we all agree that international football should just be binned until the major tournaments? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah completely. So why is it that there's ninety nine percent of football fans who think that all international football should be binned up until the Euros or the World Cup? That this still maintains a, a massive part of the, the football fixture because I just don't want it. I don't want it until the until the summer where there's no other football. And then I'll have it. I think that's fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, until yeah. I'm in a pub yeah. at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Ching up. Yeah, yeah. With all the boys watching the footy, waiting for that. Yeah. Good. And then that's all I want to know. It's all, I, I genuinely think it's, the, it's when it encroaches on the normal football times. That's like that. I genuinely think that's it. It's the other times it replaces it, and it's a no, it's a fun novelty thing. Yeah, it's great. It's like if you're trying, it's like if you're trying to watch like I don't know. Imagine you like The Walking Dead, and you're loving the new season, and then suddenly they release that weird side project they got, like Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> you're not going to, you're not going to watch that during watching the the main one, are you? Like. 
So they've got to put it on afterwards. I yeah, think, to I agree. People interested. And for the record, Fear of the Walking Dead is massively inferior to the first four seasons of The Walking Dead. If anyone wanted to know. Anyway, look, um, the you know international football is what it is, but Jack Willish once again sort of held himself up above all other footballers that play the sport. And we had the opportunity to buy him <laughs> two years ago for £20 million. They got new owners. They stopped us from buying him. But just like, if if there was an opportunity, if there was a world that existed, Rick, that we could sign Jack Grealish, knowing that we have what we have in our attacking Arsenal, would you want us to go and get him? Uh, I'm I'm just going to say a really boring answer, but for the amount of money it's going to cost for us to get him, I would rather see it spent elsewhere. Okay, Charlie. Um, sorry, Carl. Uh, let let me pose a question to you. If we were to sell Son, what? But no, no. I mean, I'm not saying do it. I'm just asking you a question <laughs> for the purpose of the podcast. Yes. If someone said to you, remove Son from the squad, and we sign Grealish, would you do that? No, not at all. What so Grealish isn't? He couldn't be as good of a uh, good a footballer at Spurs as, as Son, or I just I just think I I um I th- no I I think Son's a better player than him. Um, I think I would rather well what because if we don't have Son, we're always going to play Mora, aren't we? <laughs> so <laughs> okay. you got to think about the what if as well. Right. You? Who's all that? right? If we didn't sell Son, let me pose another question to you. If we sold Deli Ali. Mora and Winks to get in Grealish. Would you do that? I still, I, I, I could, I reckon I could, I could live with that more. But I still think there is hope yet for Delhi. I think he's, you know, I don't think he's very confident at the minute. I don't think Mourinho is helping the situation with how he seems to, you know, talk about him and stuff. But I think you know, Winks can. He can, you know, he can. <laughs> he can you know. I don't want to say anything mean because I like him. He's a nice he little can exist. man. He can, ex- <laughs> he can exist on the Premier League. <laughs> but I don't think I've never ever gone for the. You know, even when he's had a few good games, everyone's like, "No, he's actually absolutely crucial to the midfield." It's like, no, he's he's crucial to the midfield if you want Tottenham to play like we did in the sort of early two thousands, where we basically just passed it across in front of the defence for twenty five minutes. And then went back to the keeper. Right, right? Like he's, he's very, very. Winks is very bad at going forward, isn't he? he he's, everyone says, yeah, but he's great. He's good on the ball, but yeah, he just holds on to it and then passes it sideways. Gets it again. Does a couple of Cruyff turns and passes it sideways I think again. If you if you you look at someone in his position, like Hoybier and Winks playing the exact same position, certainly in this yeah. system we're playing right now, and Hoybier does something that Winks doesn't do. He's, yeah, he can actually pass the ball forwards. So like, I think you know Winks. I could I could live with him going. Um, who did you say, Ali? I'm Delhi Ali, Lucas Mora, and Harry Winks. So if if and, you have to sell those three to get Jack Grealish in, would you do it? Is all as I are? reckon. Yeah, because at least I think we could live without those three technically, and I think Grealish would bring something different, which is a bit more a bit more of a creative spark. Well, his best his best place is in Son's position, which is the most complicated thing apart from all of this. Uh, uh, Spooky said something when we were talking about this on WhatsApp earlier. Spooky said. Just buy him so no one else can have him. And he... <laughs> he, he the old the fat kid approach. Exactly. Just get everyone's that's, sandwiches. That's what Chelsea used to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, but just... just uh, I'm, I'm curious, before we move on, um, Rick and, and Carl, 
Tell us how much you'd accept for Deli Ali if a bid came in from someone like Man United, Real Madrid, PSG. Oh, Rick, go on. oh it's tough, man. Well, I, just I, just I, give I, me I, a figure. Just give me a figure, mate. It's not I'm tough. not done. I'm, yeah, I'm not done with Deli. Right. I, 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 I don't I, um, care about your feelings about him. Give me a figure. Uh, 50 million. 50 million sounds fine. <laughs> I'm saying 50. Uh, I'm going to go for 51 million. Right, so it's not that much, is it? So you're not that done with him. It feels like, you know... I mean, it's a lot of money, though. 50 yeah. Million. Lucas Moura, how much would you accept for for, for Lucas Moura? Uh, two million. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> of course I would. I don't know, 25, 30. 30, that's what I was thinking. In my head, 30. So that's £80 million so far. Harry Winks. Rick, how much would Harry Winks demand in the current transfer market? 25. 25. All right, so we've got 50 plus 30. That's 80. We've got £105 million to buy Jack Grealish. <laughs> Why? Just go and do it. Do it what now. Are you going to send an email to, to, to the Villa chairman? No. So I'm... we've potentially got 105 mil. <laughs> you want to do some business? I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I've got uh, Sacramento's email. I'm, I'll, I'll message him and see, see, see if he's, see if he's game. If he isn't game, then get them all out of our football club because they don't know what football's all about. Anyway, we've got a question from Billy McCoggan, McGong. Fucking Scottish name. Billy McCong. He says, uh, <laughs> does, does Levy have ha- uh, does Levy hand blood on his hands? I'm reading it verbatim. For for not paying the extra three million pounds for Grealish. Bearing in mind he was the one that noticed his quality back in the day while while others didn't really want him. Can I just sort of can I explain this? Because we had an agreement for a deal with Grealish, if you believe what they say in the press, for 20 or 25 million pounds. They got new new owners came in and said, we don't want to do this deal. It wasn't on Levy not paying the money, as as I understand it. it can you add anything else to that, Rick? Uh, no. I, no. I think, well, I, I think it was... I, th- I think it was Villa that stopped it. It wasn't us. Yeah, yeah, Villa stopped I th- it. I thought, we, yeah, that we'd, we, everything was agreed imagine, and then imagine. New, new owners came in. And imagine so if we got I him. <laughs> but you, I, again, I, you know. We would have probably been on his back and he he would have bombed out by now. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I think. I, I always think it's a, it's, it's a bad idea to hark back to like what could have been if we would have got this player and he'd have come to us because players work in clubs differently don't they you know what i mean so i reckon there's every chance he could have been a a deli who was like you know world class looking for a couple of years and then went and just had a dip you know tottenham has the ability to beat any player down just remember that <laughs> we're, the, we're the best in the business at taking a good player and breaking his spirits there's a sense of pro- I, I take a sense of pride in that as well <laughs> oh yeah so do i we will break anyone we're like the horse whisperer <laughs> <laughs> But you know, so I just I don't I don't think there's any point uh, dreaming about this. What could have been? Because yeah. it, it wouldn't have been. You know, he went. He can. He was, He's the star at Aston Villa, and he has been for years. Like he would have come to Tottenham as the underdog, and he might never have become that player. Carl, have you heard of the COVID nineteen? Uh, I have heard about it actually. Yeah, you have. Um, I've heard. It, I've heard it, there's something going around. Yeah, there's a lot going around. You know, it's, things. Are 
a you know they're 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 um what do you call it they're, they're the things are happening in terms of COVID nineteen. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've you know, fully. It doesn't <laughs> sound like you're taking it seriously to be honest. But the <laughs> I know you haven't been able to work for months. But yes. um, do you know do you know Doherty has it? I, I did hear. I, well, I've heard. Who else has got it? A few players have come down with it in the last couple of days. Yeah, they? Salah has got it as well. We don't care about them. No, but, true. But uh, you know, Doherty has it, and he played against Bale and Roden. Um, okay. Just fully infected, spreading everywhere, coughing in their faces. Oh, and he likes getting stuck in a bit as well, innit? So he'd really be rubbing it around. It's all, <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, I reckon when he's running down the wing, just put his hand down the back of Bale's pants, <laughs> shoved COVID up his ass. Um, <laughs> players do seem to be contracting it all over the shop, though, don't they? And uh, how do you think this plays out, Carl? I mean, you know, will, do you think the season would be paused? Um, um, do you what, think it what? should be run interrupted? Is it the fact that these are really healthy human beings? They're probably in the top percentile of all of the people that live on this island that is England. They're in the like one or two percent of the most healthiest people. They're probably not at risk. Is, do, do you think that we should stop the league for give it a circuit break, or do we just let these really fit people get the disease and just let them crack on? I don't. I think the pro- the problem with letting everyone just crack on it. If, if they didn't even tell the players who got, you know, a diagnosed whatever. If they if they got a positive test, if we said no, they're all super fit. Let them just carry on. Let all of them get it and carry on. That does set a, quite a bad example for the rest of the country, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, anyone who's fit and healthy suddenly will be like, hang on, if they're allowed to do it, I can, I can have a barbecue. Do you know what I mean? So. I think we can't do that. But also... Who are just, these people that... Sorry, Carl. Who are these people that think that because other people are doing something, then they can just do what the fuck they want and nothing matters? Like... Uh, I, mean, I, I think that, that you mean everyone. Well, why does it? Like, like, you know, the, the stuff with Dominic Cummins back, back in the day where he was, he'd driven to Edinburgh or wherever he'd driven to in order because he... Wanted to Barnard Castle. Indeed. Does, at no point did I ever think... If he's doing it, I'm going to do it. I di- I never thought that. I thought that, right? He's a dick. I'm not going to be a dick, so I won't do that. Yeah, but did you a lot not, of people you... are dicks, though. Yeah, but you definitely. I didn't. I didn't think. Now he's done it. I'm going to do it. But I definitely banked him doing it in my back pocket for if I did. <laughs> yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah, you're yeah, allowed yeah. to hold on to that for when the police. You know, come up and Eventually ask you, you eight mates in a park if you're in a bubble. Here <laughs> 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 yeah, we are now. Fuck off. Very true. Uh, Rick, tell me what you think of uh, Doherty's career uh, at Spurs so far. Like, uh, what do you make of his? You know, what he's done for the football club, and you know how well he's played. What What, what do you make of his performances so far, Doherty? Um, I think. On the uh, last, I think it was the last uh, last episode or last time I was on the pod, um, we we spoke about uh, Doherty, and I think he's um, I think he's doing really well. Actually, I, I think he's doing well, not really well, but uh, and I think he's still he's still learning about the club, the manager, his teammates, uh, the way we play, the way we want him to play, and I think he's still got quite a bit to to go, but I think. For me, he's he's less of um, well. When I see Aurea in the team, I just kind of there, there's just you just know something's going to happen, and it's not good. <laughs> you, you just know there's is it there's something's going to happen, and is it going to be 
are we going to get away with it? Or are, is the team, other team going to score? But with Doherty, I, I don't feel that. I feel assured. Like he's a, a bit of a steady Eddie, but he can also contribute in the um, attacking half as well, um, like like he did for Wolves. But again, um, I still want to see more from him, actually. All right, fair enough. Um, Carl, I've got a question from Ricky Kicks. He says, yeah. uh, do you think Ericsson is willing to come back because Jan is gone? Uh, obviously, this is about um, oh. Jan Vertonghen. Um, is that, that, was, that wasn't true, though, was it? Well, Rick Kicks thinks it is. Okay. Uh, what, what, um, what, what, like, to answer this properly, what, what do you think of the idea of Ericsson coming back? Is it something you want to do, Carl, or, or do you think? Nah, mate. That's, that's like you know, never go, never go back. Yeah, never go back to a. That's like you know, when you've had a breakup, don't ever, don't ever try and rekindle that, mate. It's so dumb, many people do, do that, man. All the time. It's so common. That's what I mean. Like he also, he's gone. You know, he, he sort of wanted to leave. He's gone, and now it's not worked out, and he's coming back. Like he was low confidence with us. He's now double low confidence there. If we if he comes back, it'll be absolute dog shit. I, can't you know imagine. I, mean? I think he feels like his career's done. <laughs> it's not yeah, funny. But it ain't funny. It's not funny. No, it's, no, no, his career isn't done. He'll go to a club and it will click, but I just don't think but he can come to us. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's quite ready for there yet. Maybe he is. <laughs> yeah, no, he's no, still got, he can still do it in a good club, in a good league, but I think that would be such a bad idea. Stoke City. I think it's, yeah, he'd be great at Stoke. Yeah, he'd kill it there, mate. Kill it. Uh, Shaz Mikowski, um he asks, uh, is Roden and Dyer the future next season and beyond? Uh, there's a second question, whether or not we should sell Sanchez to fund another centre-back. Rick, what do, you, what do you make of... I mean, it's hard to say. It, we, we don't know what what the future is. But part the, the, what one half of that centre-back pairing, he mentioned Eric Dyer. Now, mm. Eric, Eric Dyer is a player that all of us wrote off. Like, we thought his time was done... The, the tail end of Pochettino's reign at Tottenham, Eric Dyer wasn't even in contention, really. He was playing bit part football. We knew when Jose Mourinho came in that he'd use Eric Dyer because he wanted to sign him at Man United. Are you comfortable when Eric Dyer plays for, for Spurs? Bearing in mind the last game we played in the league, he was probably our best player. Um, as. I think he'll always have games where he will look good. Um, he'll always he will always have games where he won't have done much um, because we'll be uh, you know we'll be the team on the front foot. There are times like I still I know it's like you you have to learn being a footballer and sometimes you'll get caught out of position and stuff like that. But it's just those silly mistakes that. He uh, and it's uh, and it always feels like when somebody is quicker than him. Like the I think it was when um, he conceded a penalty against United when Pogba just went round and skipped past him. And there have been other other instances where just a slight quick turn of pace, or even where a ball is played and it kind of it's angled him out that he hasn't read the situation that that was going to happen. And he just seems a bit. He he just doesn't have that acceleration to to make up that ground and make that tackle. And he he'll always you know um, put it on the line, slide tackles, and he w- will try and make that up. But ultimately, from what I've seen at the moment, um, and that I think we'll, we'll we'll always see is just that there is a split second of 
speed and lateness and misjudgment that he'll never be, I don't think he'll ever be, um, you know, a world-class centre-back for us. Um, but again, it's like, you've got Sanchez and, you know, Sanchez is the one who is is preferred when we're, we're playing against like fast attackers or speed is an issue. And, and he's, and, and he's our quickest center back, but he gets pushed off the ball very easily and he doesn't read the situation as well. So it, if you had a really good partner for Dyer and they, and they played all the time and they complement each other well, and they knew how, how each other played, it could, you know, you never know. It could be Roden when he comes in. Um, um, there's there's but, been some massive, you know, injustices in this world in, in, in recent times, but throughout the history of humanity, there's been some terrible things that have done, that have been done. Yeah, but none seem as worse than when you look at Eric Dyer when he's committed a challenge that led to a penalty <laughs> in, in our own box. He looks like he's not done a single thing wrong, and every injustice he <laughs> just absorbed in his face and he looks at referee like what yeah 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 do you know what i mean I, I, it's good though i like I, I, weirdly i like you know I don't, I don't get me wrong i don't i think he's got the potential to uh, genuinely i think become a our main center back I, i've always thought he's got it in him but i do think he's yeah he's it's in his head is the problem that thing of <laughs> losing his mind when annie decision goes against him and like you know there's, there's certain things i think he needs to iron out but i don't you know I've, I've never been of the mind that you need to be the most rapid center back i think if you're good enough in your head you know the old paolo maldini yeah thing of the moment you make if you're making a tackle then you've already made a mistake that sort of i like that sort of calm you know obviously that's maldini and he was amazing but you know i do i do think if dyer got just you know, got his head together. I think he could be very good, but we do need someone alongside him with a bit of pace. What do you I reckon think... the inside sound of Eric Dyer's mind is like? Oh, uh, mate, it'd it's... be like I reckon it's a I reckon it's a lock stock soundtrack. Everybody's still getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> just, just constant, just, just bad may- Guy Ritchie film quotes. Absolute mayhem. Yeah, exactly. I reckon it is. It's even out of drum and bass and stuff. <laughs> or fresh metal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm sure you're you're aware if you've been listening to the podcast over the last month or so you, that we've been partnered with William Hill. Um, they've sent over some odds that might pique our fancy. Now, these aren't odds for next week's game against Manchester City that we're going to absolutely smash. We will preview that uh, towards the end of this week. Um, but let me let just... Let me um, let me f- let nourish your mind for a bit. Tottenham Hotspur are eight to one to win the Premier League. FA Cup seventeen to two. So that's you know similar. Uh, League Cup second favourite seven to two, and Europa League eleven to two favourites with William Hill. Um, it just feels like if you look at those odds, and the bookies are very very rarely wrong, that. Finally, we're gonna get some glory. What do you make of, of the fact that we're like third favourites for the Premier League? What, what are you, you know, do you, does any part of your brain allow you to think that Spurs might be winning the league this year? Mm, I, I, as as much as we talk about it on the pod, WhatsApp groups, stuff like that, and you know, you've got to be in it to win it. 
you have we have three of the you know best players. Uh, our, our front three is phenomenal. And I look around. I look around the squad, the manager, and I think, yeah, maybe maybe we can do it. Maybe we can do it. But then you've uh, the the false dawns from previous managers and previous times. And essentially, the, the, the times that we've bottled it, but I don't know. Sometimes I just feel it's a bit different this time. I just well, feel that the, where, where we got to last time, we always fell over at the, at the same points. I just feel like we're better equipped. We've got a stronger squad. Last we've, three decades, we've had two four storms. We had uh, Harry Redknapp, which wasn't even we weren't even really close. Really, it was we no. was like nine points behind in third place at Christmas. We had one opportunity, maybe two, under Pochettino. So that's three seasons in thirty years. There's no more. There's no four storms. There is what we had. There was then just dawn, just dawn, just dawn <laughs> standing there, dawns from from Milton Keynes, <laughs> just a bird called Dawn. Milton Keynes standing there looking. <laughs> Horny Dawn, Court- just there. Courtney Dawn, I, I don't even know what Horny. it is. Horny Dawn, Horny Dawn, on uh, just standing on next to the fucking concrete cows, whatever you fuck you've got in Milton Keynes, uh, concrete cows, and that was what Spurs were. Now we have Jose Mourinho. We've got all of the money. We've got all of the players. Now's the time. There's no more false dawns. It's just big. I was gonna say fat. Just big, attractive sexy, dawn. Big sexy, sexy dawn. Big socks. Sexy dawn. That's that's <laughs> what Tottenham are about. With like like blokes in a nightclub. There's big sexy dawn. And like there's there's eight or nine men in full Tottenham kits just hanging around dawn. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> hanging around <laughs> dawn. <laughs> horrendous image. No, it's the wrong, it's <laughs> the wrong image in it for victory, isn't it? I don't want yeah. don't want that to be the precursor to victory. Um, if this is what victory looks like and tastes like, then, I, then I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> I want a slice of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, just, uh, yeah, just just uh, as a caveat to that, I, I, I messaged um, Neil, who, who who works for William Mill, and, uh, and I just just sent him along a, a little message saying, just, I, I know this is being silly. We're all, we're all mucking about here, but just in case Tottenham do the double. Or maybe the treble. Um, have you got any odd for us? And he said, uh, it, it, he sent back and, and he laughed and went, oh, well, you're getting a bit ahead of yourselves. And I was like, I've got a, I took exception to it, to be honest. I got a little bit angry. Yeah, I would have. I, I, would pu- have. I punched the wall when I got the email. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> uh, but he said, Spurs to win the Premier League and the Europa League is 60 to 1. Bearing in mind, given the results we've had this season, if West Ham hadn't had that miracle comeback, if we didn't get that stupid penalty against Eric Dyer uh, uh, v Newcastle, then we'd be well top. We'd be, I think it would be three points clear. But to win both those pots, the Premier League and Europa League, 60-1. to one. See, see, it, it, That sounds long. Well, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's good odds, but it's, you're not. Come on, we're not. Let's not uh, get into that headspace. I might you stick know. a tenner on that. Carl, <laughs> Carl, yeah, yeah. Carl, let's, let's. Carl is crazy, crazy not to. Should like, we have a whip round and put like, a, 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 so we'll all chuck some money in a pot and just chuck a load on it? Yeah, but that sounds like you, when you have a whip round, it's like, oh, don't worry, it, we'll put in a little money and then we're going to lose it, so don't worry. Everyone, whack. Doesn't matter if you can afford it or not, 200 quid. 
Take it from the kids' piggy bank. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, even though I'm not even part of the, you know, I'm not officially part of this podcast. Uh, can everyone gamble uh, just wisely, please? Don't put your life savings on it because Flav says so. Smash the piggy banks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the coming. Kids home. Won't know. Just don't tell the, tell the kids that you've you put it away. They, they uh, won't know what they're eighteen. What a ridiculous thing is to suggest that Spurs will win the league, let alone <laughs> that and win the European competition in one season. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, like, leave the piggybacks alone. Leave the kids clean alone. Out, just, clean just... out. Clean out their savings accounts. <laughs> yeah, don't do any of that. Um, but a fiver on it, that's not bad, is it? 60? No, I agree. I mean, so it's, it'd be a fun uh, bet to put on. But imagine, I think, imagine though. I, I do think, I, don't, I mean, it's meant, I'm not one of these people that like says, oh, come on, we're not going to win the league. Because like, I do think it's a mental league so far. And I think it will continue to be that. So if ever there's a year you could win it, I think it's going to be a low scoring, you know, in terms of the points tally at the end of the season, it's not going to be a massive tally. So I do think, you know, there's, it's a bit easier. So yeah, I don't think it's out of the question. Indeed. But I don't, yeah, but at the same time, I'm not getting into like a overly optimistic state. If anything, I think it could be one of the ones where it's, we just plod along and like nick it at the last minute or something. That would be wonderful. Because we've never done that. I love it. Last day. Oh, Oh, June. Um, uh, obviously, because I, I requested this this bet, the idea that we could do the double, um, it was such a <laughs> such a strange thing to ask of of William Hill um, that they came back to <laughs> come back at me with this. Um, the price they said the price is available if you use hashtag your odds promotion, which is uh, it's something you can find on their website uh, website on their uh, and their app. Um, Basically, if you have a mental idea of, of of some sort of bet that can come in, then you can uh, you can at William Hill and use hashtag your odds, and they'll give you odds on this very unlikely scenario, such as Tottenham win the uh, win the double. Imagine I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah, create your odds thing. Uh, yeah, if you can at them at William Hill uh, using the hashtag at, uh, your odds, uh, then you can get a price. And you know, if you think that Spurs get in uh, a you know two pots in a single season, which we haven't done since sixty-three, is it sixty-one, sixty-three? Yeah, bloody hell! The double we done—it oh, doesn't matter how shit we've been in the past. Right, what well, right now we've you know we have the opportunity to do it, and if you want to earn some money, you can. Right, right now we've got the uh, the, the the quiz. This is a a ten question quiz that uh, people who are patrons of the Fighting Cock, 30%, they can challenge Felonious Filth. Felonious Filth, when we we posed our questions to him, got 8 out of 10. And uh, there's been a couple of Billy Big Bollocks that have come on here, uh, uh, been given the opportunity to challenge T, and, uh, yeah, they've been shit, basically. Uh, 7 and 6 out of 10, and Felonious Filth got 8 out of 10. Right, what the, else? Last, the last guy who came on, I can't remember who it was. I think it, was, it may, have been, may have been Tom, but there was uh, he brought a lot of energy, a lot of big bollock energy, energy. And, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it, but he, he got smashed up. Yeah, the reality is he, <laughs> he, he really bombed out, didn't he? 
yeah, he did. What, uh, what, is what is it? What is this quiz about? What are the, what are we talking? So is it t- ten questions uh, around about, Spurs? Around Spurs, okay. Yeah, and, and uh, that ten questions, and you you can you can play along as well, Rick. And Carl, yep. you can play along as well. But don't answer, obviously, because we've got okay. we've got uh, we've got Jimmy on the line. Who, um, to be fair to him, hasn't bigged himself up too much. Although he did respond to a request for this with the caption "T is a dunce." <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's bring him in, uh, Jim. Hello, Hello, mate. Hello, mate. You're right. Yeah, that was the biggest stitch up ever. Uh, thanks very much. You, since you requested that we put T is a dunce I in mean, the comments. You're breaking the 4 4 here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I grant you, I, I do encourage the fact that people challenge T for his um, Tottenham intelligence and integrity. Uh, should we kick it off then, mate? Uh, yeah, go for it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you know what? It's, it's exactly like you said. Normally, I'm in the telegram going, oh, this is easy. And now my, my blood pressure has gone through the roof and I can already feel I'm going to crumble under the pressure, to be honest. Yep. I, um, I, I, I don't doubt that. Uh, uh, what, this, this time, I'm going to give the answers to every question that are uh, asked uh, so that people can play along on the other side of this microphone. All right, ready. Number one. Who scored the first Premier League goal of the Pochettino era? Ooh. Very first goal. Is it Eric Dyer? Yes, it is Eric Dyer. Congratulations, Jimmy. You're on the way. Number two. Here we go. Can you name the seven players brought bought uh, with the Gareth Bale money back in 2012? I'll give you five. If you can name five, you can you can have the point. I, I can do this. So Soldado. Yep. Lamella. Yep. Ericsson. Yep. Capu. Yep. Kirikesh. Yep. How many are two there? Four. Uh, that was five. That five. Is that five? Yeah. Uh, no more? Uh, Paulinho? All right, fine. You've got them all. Don't worry about it. I can't remember this the last one. This one, Chad Lee was the last Who one. Who was the last one? Chadley, I would never have gone Number that. three, how many American players have played for Spurs in the Premier League? Can you name them? Uh, well, if you can name three of them, that'll be enough. Oh, I can only top of my head, I can think of two. Hang on. So, Friedel. Yep. Dempsey. Correct, that's two. Oh, we've had a third American player. Well, we've had three more. In the Premier League. Yes. James, you, you know this. I know, I know it. But it's like, this, this, this is the crumbling flap. I, wa- crumbling I, want, flap. I want to help you. I want to help you, but I can't. It's like you're, you know, you're about to... Oh, uh, I got it, I got it. Casey Keller. Okay, good. Good. That's three out of three. Um, we, boys, Carl. Yes. Rick, we might yeah. have, we might have a contender all right, number four. Who, uh, who were the others on the last one? Was so, Yedlin? The fate, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, DeAndre Led- Yedlin and Cameron Carter Vickers. Carter Vickers, ah, yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's who I would have gone. Uh, that's, who, that's who I was thinking of. Okay, good. Uh, number four. Who scored more Premier League goals for Spurs, Aaron Lennon or Mido? Shit. I mean, Lennon was there longer, but he didn't score a lot. Don't get a point for that. I, <laughs> I, 
I'm going to have to say Lennon. Aaron Lennon, 26. Well done. Four out of four. Jeez, what is happening here? Actually, T might be on the ropes. Might have to get him on next week just to see if he can handle James's heat. Uh, Number five, (laughs) Harry Kane has been top goalscorer for the last six seasons. But who was the last player other than Kane to finish top scorer? For Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, of course. After Harry, six, yeah, got to be Bale, surely. It's incorrect. Oh, it was Adebayo. I'd have never have said uh, him. Shit, no, never no, have said no. him. It's probably borderline racist. Uh, number six. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played. Yeah. I played for Cruzio, PSV, Tottenham, Hoffenheim, and Watford. Who am I? I'll give you. I know Gomez. No, oh, fucking, let's just straight in like that. Oh, got five, five out of six. Number seven. Which player threw his shirt on the ground in front of Martin Yo after being subbed off despite coming on as a substitute earlier in that game? That'd be Hosangali, sir. Yeah, the, uh, Leo, who created this quiz, um, put uh, brackets in and said, what a cunt. <laughs> the only time I've booed a player in my entire life. Uh, that's, this is getting close. This is, uh, what was that, seven out of six? Six out of seven. Okay, number eight. What links Lucas Mod, uh, Luka Modric, David Ginola, and jo- uh, George's Kevin Enkadu? Uh, number 14 shirt. Oh! Shit, seven out of eight. Whoa. Number nine. In 1995-96, Spurs signed several players on loan for their Intertotal Cup campaign. Which future Premier League manager signed from Barnet and famously played in our record loss against Cologne? Wait, that was a really long question. I'm not even sure what you asked me. In 1995-96, Spurs signed yeah. several players on loan for the Intertoto Cup campaign. Which future yeah. Premier League manager signed from Barnet and famously played in our record, record loss against Cologne? Uh, Alan Pardew. Oh my God, he's got it. If, wow. he, he, if if you get this last last question right, you beat <laughs> don't, don't do it. You beat him, Felonious Filth, and you are our top ranking quizzer, Tottenham quizzer. Like you can take that home. You, that'll definitely get you laid. <laughs> How no, many questions we got left? One, one more. Two. One more. If you get it wrong, one left. You're drawing with T. If you get it right, you are the fucking big dog. Right, number ten. Which former Spurs defender said he only played football for the money and not because it was was his passion? Oh, mate, that's uh, super Benny, disco Benny. <laughs> mate, he's, that's only, he's, he's only fucking done it, boys. Have I done it? Yes, you have done it. Well done. Nine. Nine out of ten. That was incredible. Um, I mean, obviously, we should have sort of some music or sound to, to commemorate such an event. It's probably not an event. But um, I, I do, oh, do you know what I think we should do next time is give T a chance to reply. If he can get... Or do we not? Is that, is that unfair? No, no. So the, the statement goes now that Jimmy has quizzed all over T's face. So we, <laughs> so we say, fuck T. Yeah. All right. I tell you what, if, if T wants to go one-on-one, I, I'm here all day. Oh, 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 shit. Shit, this is like a playground fight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shit, son. Actually, that might be great. Next next week, um, next Monday, we'll get Jimmy and T face-to-face. See what's cracking. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, can I'm it? busy. I'm pretty sure you can wait. <laughs> <laughs> we can all wait, can't we? I mean, this isn't going to be the... 
the pinnacle of doesn't matter it's done um Carl, thank you for hanging on. I, I could have probably no let you go before. That's but, fine. But, I actually, I wanted to hear the quiz questions. I only, I only got, I think I got four. Did you? Is so that what you got? I was dog shit, yeah. I got them all. Um, Rick, how many did you get? Seven, actually. I did all right. It's the first time. Not bad. Nine out of ten, though, James. Well done, yeah. mate. What did I get wrong? Damn, I can't remember that. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. It doesn't matter, does it? You're just so self-obsessed. It's unreal. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember what you got wrong. I, I think you got one wrong. Are you, what, are you trying to pull us up and say that we, we've made a mistake? No, no, no. To I be just, honest, I'm, I'm I, don't, I, don't, competitive. I don't think Jimmy did get one wrong. All right, let me... Uh, uh, Adibio. No, it was, it was, it was Adibio. Adibio. Oh, I'm going to crack open the champagne and uh, leave you to it. You deserve it. No, hang on. We let you go. You don't let us go. <laughs> He's the winner, mate. He gets to, he gets to dictate the rules. All right, oh. James, let us go. Let us go. All right, you can go, guys. Cheers. All right, yeah. uh, this has been the Fighting Court Podcast. Carl, thank you so much. Congratulations on your 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 you know your wonderful win on this this podcast. Like the you know podcasting you did. Cheers, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And um, Rick, yeah, you're my best friend. And I love you. I love you too, boy. This has been the Fighting Cop Podcast. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel turn Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.